We're going to be going to the book of Isaiah, the chapter 30, and going to be reading verses 18 and 19 for our opening text tonight. Isaiah chapter 30, beginning at verse 18. It's on the screen if you don't want to turn in your Bible, but it's, it's right there. It says, And therefore will the Lord wait. Now, I want, I want to draw your attention to that right there because we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes. It says that the Lord will wait. Remember that. That he may be gracious unto you. Now, it says he's going to wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. Verse 19. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee. Here's that word again, gracious unto thee, at the voice of thy cry. Now, if you think about that a little bit, in one place it's saying that, that you're not going to weep no more. But then it comes back and says that he will be gracious unto you at the voice of thy cry. That seems like a con conflict there. That seems like there's a contradiction there because it's saying in one, one time you're not going to weep, but then he's going to be gracious at the voice of your cry. Uh, when he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads and pray. Fathers, we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being in this service tonight. Thank you, God, for all those who are here that's joined in together with us to fellowship and worship for you. Speak to us through your word tonight. Give us what we need to receive tonight, and we'll be ever thankful and grateful in our hearts for your love and grace. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to... Let me go back over the scripture before I give you the title of the message. The Lord says that he's going to wait so he can be gracious to you. Then it says you're going to weep no more. But then it says he will be very gracious unto you at the voice of thy cry when he shall hear it. He will answer thee. From that verse of Scripture, God spoke to my heart and gave me something that I've never preached about before. The title of the message tonight is this. Hallelujah. Stop crying and start crying out. Stop crying and start crying out. There's a difference in somebody crying and weeping than somebody crying out. Hallelujah. 
And that's what God was trying to speak through the voice of Jeremiah the prophet so many years ago. The Lord said that he would wait uh, so he could be gracious to us. Then he said that we would weep no more. But then he said that he would be gracious to us at the voice of our cry. And what God is telling me to relate to you tonight, that we as God's people need to stop crying and start crying out. Now, to give you maybe an idea of what I'm talking about here tonight, I remember many, many years ago, back when uh, I was in grade school, there used to be a bully in school, and there's a lot of talk today about bullies in school and bullying and and all that, but there always has been bullies uh, and um, uh, pretty much going to always be. But uh, I remember one time, one year, there was a bully in the school who loved to pick on the ones who would respond by crying. He wouldn't mess with those who wouldn't cry about it. But those people he learned that would kind of sull up and cry over his bullying, those were the ones, amen, that, uh, that he would... Uh, uh, he would bully on them, amen, to get him to cry. And then after he got him crying, then he would sit back and laugh while they cry. He would laugh at them while they cry. The Lord let me know to, uh, uh, this afternoon as I was studying and praying that the enemy of our soul, and we all know who that is, yeah. hallelujah, amen, the devil, The enemy of our soul is nothing more than a big bully who would pick at you and magnify the problems and circumstances of your life till he gets you to the point of making you cry. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how the devil operates. That's how he works. Hallelujah. Amen. He will pick on you. Amen. He will poke you and prod you. Amen. He will sit on your shoulder and whisper all the problems that's going on in your life and in your family and maybe with your job. Amen. And everything else. And he'll just nag, 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 nag. I would say like a wife, but I'm not going to say that. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Let me go on. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. The enemy of our soul, amen, will pick and he will poke and he will pry until he gets us crying over our problems. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he sits back and laughs at the sound of our crying. Hallelujah. Now, folks, if there's anything in the world that ought to make you, amen, want to just man up, so to speak, amen, and square back your shoulders when the devil is picking on you, uh, amen, and making fun at you, uh, trying to make you cry, you need to square back your shoulders and say, I am not going to give the devil the privilege of seeing me cry. Hallelujah. I am not going to give that booger man the opportunity to see me cry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because I know if he can get me wallowing in my tears, amen, all he's going to be doing is laughing. He said, yeah, that's one of those there. Look at look at crybaby over there, crying about the problems, crying about this, crying about that. Hallelujah. Amen. But here's the thing. Here's the question. 
The question is, where is God in all this? When the enemy is bullying us, when the enemy is picking on us, trying to make us cry, where is God in all this? The Scripture says He waits. Hallelujah. (laughs) Here I am in the corner. Amen. Crawled up, huddled up in a in a fetal position. Amen. Crying my eyeballs out about all my problems and all my situations. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And the devil just hovering on me because the more you cry, the more he's going to poke at you. Hallelujah. The more you cry, the more the more he, he's going to intensify. Hallelujah. Amen. And and you're saying. Where is God while this is happening? Well, the Bible says that he's waiting. Well, if I'm being tormented by the enemy and I'm over here, amen, like um, crying my eyes out, you know, like the, the old country song, there's a tear in my beard or something like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Why is God waiting? i tell you why he's waiting. He wants to be gracious to us. He wants to be there for us. But brother, brother Douglas, God is awaiting, amen, until we stop crying and start crying out. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God don't want to hear the sound of us weeping and moaning. Hallelujah. Amen. He's sitting back waiting on moving in your situation until you stop crying and start crying out. Give God a praise. Hallelujah. He's waiting on us to stop crying and start crying out. There's a big difference in crying and crying out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we're going to see about that. We're going to talk about just in a few minutes. Amen. When God waits sometimes for us to get the proper perspective of the situation. Hallelujah. Because when we stop focusing on us and start focusing on Him and begin to call out, begin to cry out to Him, then He's going to come in, praise the Lord. He's going to be gracious, and He's going to give you the overcoming power that you need. Glory to God. Man, I I feel the Holy Ghost in that. Now, there's a perfect story. There's a perfect story in the Bible that fits right with this 100% that I want to speak to you about tonight. It's found in the book of Mark, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. And it's um, verses 46 through 50. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's, let's read this. Listen to this. I think everybody will remember this story. And they came to Jericho. That This was, this was Jesus and his disciples as they was traveling around, going from place to place. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Hallelujah. So here's a blind man now, sitting there begging. There's nothing else he can do. There ain't no such thing as welfare. There ain't no, there ain't no government assistance for him. Hallelujah. Amen. If nobody has compassion for him and, and, and gives him one or two mites, amen, he's going to go, today, uh, go a day hungry and starve. There's no other way for him to get no help. So he's sitting there and he's begging. 
And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to do what? <laughs> you see what I'm talking now, how we relate this back to the Scripture in Isaiah? He could have been sitting there, you know, the whole time with his head buried in his hands, crying about his situation. Why was I born blind? Why did God allow me to be born blind? This ain't fair. This ain't right. And guess what? If he was all caught up in all that, he would have probably missed the coming of Jesus. Jesus just walked right on by. Praise God. Hallelujah. But when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Glory to God. Let's go to the next verse. Hallelujah. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort. Rise, he calleth thee. Hallelujah. Glory to my Lord. When the blind man began to call Jesus, Jesus began to call for him. Oh, hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Oh, it's something about people when they begin to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into him and are safe. Oh, hallelujah. Praise his name. It's time for the church to begin to cry out. And Jesus stood still, and he cast him away his garment, rose, and came to Jesus. Whew. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus was gracious to blind Barnabas when he began to call out. Everybody else was telling him to keep quiet, calm down, and hush up. But he would cry out that much the more, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. I'm here to tell you tonight, folks, uh, there's something about when God's people begin to call out unto him. When we begin to cry out unto him, God is sitting back and he's waiting. He's testing us. He's trying to prove us. He's trying to see exactly what we'll do. He wants to know sometimes whether or not you're just going to give up and quit and throw in the tag or whether or not you're going to trust him. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. But I'm here to tell you, I've come to, woo, too far to turn back now. Glory to God. I, oh, hallelujah. I've held on to my towel for a long time and the devil ain't going to do nothing to make me throw in the towel. I'm keeping it. Hallelujah. I'm going to cry out to my God. If I have to do it in the midnight hour, I'm going to cry out to my God. If I have to do it in the middle of the noontime, Hallelujah. He is awaiting. I ain't going to get caught up in myself and begin to weep and cry and say, Woe is me and have a pity party about me. But I'm going to cry out. Because when I begin to cry out, He has grace. He shows favor. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a whole lot of things that's happening in this whole world in which we're living in. Think about the prayer request, amen, on a Sunday night around here or on a Wednesday night. Sometimes it takes several minutes.
to get all the prayer requests out. Church, we got a whole lot of stuff going on around here that we needed. Somebody needs to be crying out to God about. We got brothers and sisters, amen, that's literally battling against death. Somebody needs to be crying out to God. Somebody needs to be crying out. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yeah, we, 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 might, we, we might walk up to them when we see them when they come to church and, and want to start laying, laying hands on them and praying for them then. But sometimes they don't get the job done. Sometimes we got to be willing to burn the midnight oil. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to be willing, amen, to say bye-bye to the pillar, bye-bye to the sleep, amen, and get up somewhere and begin to cry out to God, amen, about the situation. Kind of like Sister Debbie was talking about, amen, that she decided not to give up. Amen. And she, when she began to send out text messages to different people, what she was actually doing was crying out. Hallelujah. God heard the cry and He was gracious. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All the devil wants to get us to do, amen, is to curl up in a ball, amen, and just to weep ourselves away while He's laughing at us, making fun of us, and torturing us that much more. And here's God, our Father, waiting, waiting for us to stop crying and start crying out. I want to tell you, and we're not going to go to the Scripture on this, but I want to tell you another story. When the disciples, amen, was in the boat in the middle of the sea, and they were rowing hard, Water was coming in over the bow of the ship. There was, there was fear in the boat. They thought they was going to lose it all. Hallelujah. The Bible said, here comes Jesus walking on the water as if he would pass them by. Have you ever caught that scripture? I mean, here they were rowing for their life. And he, he, he was walking. But if somebody hadn't cried out, he would have never stopped. You hear what I'm saying? It took somebody on the boat to cry out to Jesus. And then he stopped. Somebody got his attention. I'm, oh, glory to God. People say, well, I've got children that are lost. What are you willing to do to get the God's attention? Hallelujah. What are you willing to do to get God's attention? You say, we need revival. We need, we need uh, to start. It's been a while since we baptized people around here. Amen. It's been, it's been a dry spell, so to speak. It's been, we need people to baptize. What are we doing? How, how are we willing to cry out to God, amen, for the situation of the needs that we need most? God is sitting back waiting, church, amen, to see Who's willing to cry out? Somebody's willing to cry. I tell you, I've been through certain situations in my life. I know what it's like to get up at 1 o'clock in the morning, put some clothes on, and wife and, and all the kids in, inside of sleep and go outside and walk around the house pray in the middle of the night in the early hours, wee hours of the morning calling out to God, crying out to God I've done it many a times 
Hallelujah. I've cried out to God for my family, my family situation. I've cried out to God in the middle of the night for our church. Amen. In the needs of our assembly and the people in our assembly. Hallelujah. While others are, are sleeping and, and, and uh, getting their rest for the morning, I, I know what it is to burn the midnight oil and to cry out to God. And I'm telling you that to tell you this. God sometimes is sitting back waiting, hallelujah, to see whether what are we going to do? How are we going to handle the situation? Are we going to just sit and weep? Or are we going to cry out to Him? Are we going to stop our crying and start crying out? Hallelujah, praise God. Are we going to be like blind Bartimaeus? Amen. If He did not do what He did, He would have never received His sight. He would have never had His miracle. Hallelujah. That's the point of this message tonight. That's the whole flux, amen, of what I want to get across to everybody here tonight. According to what Isaiah told us, amen, going all the way through to the New Testament, God said he's going to hear, when he hears our cry, when he hears our cry out to him, not our weeping, not our weeping, but when he hears our calling out or crying out to him, when he hears that, he said, then he would be gracious to us. That's what I'm talking about tonight, church. Hallelujah. We need people in this day and this hour, amen, to begin to cry out to God, cry out for the lost. Uh, the situation that's going on in the world, everything that's, that's happening Amen. So fast. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, with the, uh, uh, the homosexual agenda and uh, gay rights and uh, abortion and, uh, you know, another, uh, another shooting at a school the other day on Friday uh, where uh, another student killed. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, began, began to shoot again. Amen. All of this stuff that's going on in the world. Amen. And we got pastors Amen. In one of our cities of the United States of America, hallelujah, amen, it, it, it is standing right now, amen, against in defiance against the mayor of the city for what she is trying to do, hallelujah. Church, amen, somebody needs to start crying out. Somebody needs to start crying out, hallelujah, amen, because there are needs, there are things going on, hallelujah, and let's just... Uh, uh, feeling sorry for ourselves, uh, amen, and just making ourselves a target for the devil to whoop up on, hallelujah. You know, when somebody is bullying you, amen, and picking on you, amen, you, you, you got one or two choices. You can square your shoulders back and say, as Popeye used to say, enough is enough. I've taken all I can stand and I can't stand no more, hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes God is sitting back waiting for us to get that attitude. Hallelujah. Sometimes he is waiting for us to get that attitude. Praise the Lord. I want Sister um, Debbie to come back up and if she can do another course for us at this time. I told you this message was not going to be long and it hadn't been. Uh, it's kind of one of those that's short and sweet to the point. Church, God relate in my heart to relay unto you that we need to stop crying and start crying out. Crying out to God for the turmoil and the th situations that's uh, 
uh, that, that's going on in the world. God is sitting back waiting for us to make a move. Hallelujah. If we draw nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto us. Let's stand together.